1.9. And welcome back. You're tuned in to the HZ Nation radio show. So glad to have you doing the broadcast today. You know, when we talk about uh, ways that alumni can give back, they, they do it um, several ways. Of course, um, the reasons why alumni give back to their college, um, there are many recent reasons why, they, they, to show appreciation, uh, to provide others with similar experiences, to stay connected to the college community. And uh, interesting enough, uh, in uh, my conversation uh, earlier um, this week, we're talking with our good friend, uh, Christopher D. Cathcart. And um, we decided to have him on the show today but to talk about uh, ways to broaden uh, alumni's um, efforts to give back. In other words, broadening the ways alumni can give back. Now, Christopher Darren uh, Cathcart is a published author, public relations, marketing, and brand development expert, and a noted social entrepreneur. He's a graduate of Howard University, and he has more than 27 years of PR experience in entertainment, corporate, and political fields. And before starting his um, company, uh, One Diaspora Group, uh, the, the Plainfield, New Jersey native, was an executive at some of the world's leading ex- entertainment and media companies, including CNN, Motown Records, and Warner Brothers Television, among others. He is the co-author of HBCU Experience, the book, and we're so blessed each and every time he has the opportunity to join the broadcast. Chris, welcome back to the show. Hey, Mr. Ray. How are you? Uh, we're doing fine. Anthony as well. We appreciate that. And uh, as you said, I got two first names. So you can call me Anthony. You can call me Ray. Or, <laughs> 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 But, man, listen, I'm glad to have you on the show and to have you back. And uh, uh, it's a great uh, 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 subject title, I believe, Broadening the Ways Alumni uh, Can Give Back. I, again, as we're setting this up, you know, there are many reasons why alumni give back. Uh, but let's just uh, uh, go to this uh, subject uh, and to your point. Uh, and what can we do? How can we broaden the ways alumni can give back, Chris? Well, I think, uh, and once again, thank you very much for this opportunity. Sure, absolutely. I think, I, I think as alumni, uh, we just have to think a little broader. I don't want to keep using that word because, mm-hmm. listen, we all know that if you're in position to write a check, write a check. By right. The means. Write a check to right. a scholarship fund, write a check directly to your university, mm-hmm. um, start a scholarship program. So mm-hmm. uh, understand that I'm not saying not to do those things. That's it. But I right. think oftentimes people believe that if they're not in position to write a check, then there's nothing they can do. Mm-hmm. Right. So, mm-hmm. and I, I challenge that because your greatest resource as a college graduate, as a graduate product of IHBCUs, honestly speaking, is not your money. It's you. Mm-hmm. It's your experiences, the contacts you made, the things you've done mm-hmm. um, since you've graduated. That mm-hmm. is the most important and valuable asset you have to give back. Mm-hmm. Even you giving money is an extension of your ability to to take advantage of what you've done with yourself. So. Mm-hmm. I, I say, look at it in two veins. If you live near your alma mater or you get back to it on a regular basis for homecoming, business trips, things of that nature, mm-hmm. make it a point to go by your school mm-hmm. and speak to a class, particularly a class that the major that your major was when you were there, mm-hmm. and share your stories and share your experiences. And this, I'll I tell you this, this is piggybacking off. When I graduated from Howard University, in 1986, I realized I was unprepared on a few levels, which was basically my fault, not the school's fault. I should apply myself. Mm-hmm. But I know that if I had 
did a better job, or if those there had did a better job of making available um, recent graduates, not even so recent graduates, but graduates from the school who are doing what I thought I wanted to do, and I could ask them questions how mm-hmm. much better I'd be prepared upon leaving. Right. So when I go back to D.C. now for homecomings, business trips, speaking engagements, things of that nature, I always make a point to stop our class mm-hmm. and essentially um, let them ask questions about, you know, my development, what I've done, and things I've done. And it's, it's very enlightening. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I, I have a topic, of, uh, a presentation I make, it's called New Mistakes. Right? And so when I go to talk to young people, I say, listen, and all I want to tell you about some of the successes I've had, there's been a couple, mm-hmm. but there's been a lot more things I've done wrong that mm-hmm. you should probably know about, so you don't repeat the same errors. Mm-hmm. Because if we're going to progress as a nation, as a community, as a school, however you want to break it down, the only way we can, we can judge for certain if we're progressing adequately is if each successive generation makes new mistakes. So they don't keep repeating the same mistakes that we made. So when I talk to young people, I say, listen, here's some of the things I did wrong. I waited too long to really immerse myself in my major and my career. I didn't try to get a mentor until I was out of school. I should have had a mentor as an undergraduate, a mm-hmm. sophomore, junior, let alone a senior. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't take seriously, okay, where were my skills deficient in communications uh, as a PR person when I left school? I should have taken more time to ensure I was a proficient writer. Mm-hmm. I had my, my oratorical skills together. So those are things I worked on after graduation. Mm-hmm. And when I tell, talk to students, I say, here are some of the mistakes I made. And almost to a student afterwards, they say, we really appreciate you sharing that. Mm-hmm. I'm not just saying it because to, to, to congratulate myself, but they right. say most people come and speak to us, and they tell us about the great things they did. Mm-hmm. They don't really tell us about the mistakes they made, so we should avoid them. So mm-hmm. now, I'll tell you what, they ain't a person on the planet that doesn't like to talk about themselves, right? Mm-hmm. So you, you go stand in front of a class and essentially answer their questions. That's a great way to give back. And then to mm-hmm. piggyback on that, you can develop a mentor relationship with a student or two students or five mm-hmm. students. With Skype and FaceTime and email, mm-hmm. you can be anywhere in the country and mentor mm-hmm. someone if, if only to answer their questions. And so making yourself as a resource available to current students now, mm-hmm. um, regardless of how much money you have or how many checks you could write, that's one of the ways that I definitely think we should think about and broaden our, our ideas about giving back. I love that idea, Chris. That is so awesome, making yourself a resource. And that goes to the whole point of the subject, broadening the ways alumni can give back. I love that if, if you're uh, close enough to, to get back to your school, as you said, for homecoming or um, for business trips and that, you know, give consideration and taking time to make time um, to, to, to get, you know, before the, the students and talk with them and share with them. And of course, if you can write the check, write the check. But man, uh, thank you so much for sharing that. That is so powerful, good, practical advice. And I appreciate the fact that, you know, your, your transparency here. You say, hey, listen, okay, uh, you don't have to go harp on all your successes. And, and we have a tendency to do that, don't we? We really do. Right. You ever read someone's bio and they talk about the time they got fired? <laughs> oh my god how you know they got devoted bro you know, yeah all the jobs they you know you list all the jobs you got you don't right. list the jobs that you didn't get yeah and the reasons and so, why I, I, you and, left and, and, then, and then just really quickly if you mm-hmm. can't make it to your school wherever you mm-hmm. are locally say you went to whatever your university right, right, right. right. part of the country the technology support your local support your local alumni group yeah Get your organization, your mm-hmm. business, your right. church involved with scholarship programs. Mm-hmm. 
college fairs. If you hear about a college fair in your area, right, and your alma mater may not be represented, contact mm-hmm. the host of that college fair and say, "Would you mind if I came and represented Prairie wow. View University mm-hmm. or FAMU?" Mm-hmm. Contact the local alumni offices at your school; they'd be glad to send you out a banner and yes, leave right. behind material, things like that. So there's a mm-hmm. lot you can do, not just to mm-hmm. get back to your own school, but to get right. back to HBCUs H- in general. That's right. Mm. That don't have anything to do with writing checks. Right. So I say, right. And I have to pay. I have to get caught up on my dues with Howard. Right. <laughs> right. You don't don't think that if you can't write a check, right. you can't do anything. And then don't think that you're not Barack Obama, Malcolm right. X, that you can't go talk to people. You sure. can always share your story. All of us can do that. Wow. Just make yourself a resource. If you're just joining us, you're tuned in to the HBC Nation Radio Show. I'm your host, Anthony Ray. So glad to have you join the broadcast today. And with us is our very good friend, Christopher D. Cathcart. Uh, Christopher is a public author, public relations, marketing, and brand development expert, and a noted social entrepreneur. He's a graduate of Howard University and has more than 27 years of PR experience in the entertainment, corporate, and political fields. He's also the co-author of HBCU Experience, the book. And today we're taking time to talk about uh, an idea that he came up with that we should talk about, and, and I'm glad that we did, uh, broadening the ways alumni can give back. Chris, welcome back to the show, Manny. Thank you. And I'm enjoying this conversation. This is just good advice. Uh, talking about, and it's a good thing when we can write the check and all and all that, but we don't need to feel uh, uh, less than what uh, we are in terms of our own our personal selves if, in fact, that uh, uh, we can't give the way that we want to give. Of course, it's important to give back. We, everybody understands that, but you're, you're just talking about, again, uh, broadening the ways alumni can give back. And one of the key things you talked about is making yourself a resource. That is so powerful. And then taking time to talk about some of the, some of the things that, uh, some, quite frankly, some of the mistakes that we've made and share that in a very transparent way <laughs> to help the students so that they, uh, couldn't avoid some of that and then, and have the, the proper focus. Man, I love it. I love it, man. Hey, so, and that, that is one, as a public speaker, when I talk to young people, not just HBCU students, but I often talk about the making new mistakes. Mm-hmm. And, and the reality is that we all learn from our errors right. more than we learn from our successes. It's just mm-hmm. that we, you know, we get in a position to stand before young people. It, we, it's hard to fight the urge to, and they, you know, use like what you did with me. You read my mm-hmm. bio and they mm-hmm. got all the great things I did, and which is, that's what bios are for. Sure. But in the context of the presentation, mm-hmm. how you navigated those, those, those highways and byways to get where you are. Right. Down, I learned a lot by the mistakes that I made. I want, and I honestly mean this. I mm. tell students, this all, you should be better than me. You should mm. be light years at our job. Mm-hmm. That's our responsibility as elders, as graduates, as alumni, mm-hmm. to ensure that you're better. Yes. More prepared. Mm. That you that you, you, you fail at another level. Don't, because you're going to have some failures, mm-hmm. right? And I have a lot I use with them. I, I think sometimes, I, I know I was victim of this. Oftentimes when we're students, we think good things are going to happen to us just because we're good. You know, right. we do the basic things. And I mm-hmm. tell people, young people all the time, good things don't happen because you're good. Good things happen to good people because good people make good things happen. Mm, right? I love it. I love it. Hey, listen, mm-hmm. if we, if we, look, if we was at church, they'd say, say that again, okay? No. <laughs> 
It's a function of will and initiative. And I, and, I, this, and brother, this is one of the mistakes I made. I just thought if I played it by the numbers, right, right. that I stayed inside the line, right. that the things I wanted would just materialize because, you know, I, I ate my peas and mm. did my prayers at night and I followed my... But no, that, mm. that's good to do, but you have to be engaged. Mm. And don't wait for your engagement in your own life to begin when you get that cap and gown. Get mm. those things, get that ball going before you're sick. Mm, 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 mm. That's just some good stuff, man. You know, uh, I went to Elizabeth City State University, and our model is to live is to learn. And, and it really, yes. and what you're saying is really built around that whole theme, isn't it? Yes. And our responsibility, as those who came before us, their mm. responsibility was to ensure that we were better. And mm-hmm. I, we probably could have gotten more guidance. We should, I should have had, in 1986 at Howard University, I'm not knocking anyone. Right, sure. We should, have, we should have had graduates coming in once a week saying, hey, mm-hmm. I'm in town. In Washington, D.C., everybody's right. in town. Sure. Every few days, anyway. Right. So I want to talk to this journalism class. I want to talk to this advertising class. Let me just come and talk to a and just ask me questions. And I right. tell people all the time, oh, they say, oh, Chris, you're a public speaker, so that's easy for you. I don't know. You... Go mm. there and just have them ask you about how you decided on the major that you chose and, right. and what skills did you did you leave with that you were comfortable with, which ones did you develop mm. in a stronger way once you left and mm-hmm. and you know, how was your first job and when do you get it? Mm. And I and I give when I go, I give my email address and Twitter account and all that and students hit me all the time. I go, Hey, I'm thinking about, you know, this job. You mm-hmm. think I should do it in LA or New York? Mm-hmm. And so I wish I had that mm. when I'm twenty one, twenty two years old coming out. So I wanna be that for someone now. And I think all of us as graduates of HBCUs or any schools, we can be that to mm. someone, individuals mm. or groups today. Mm-hmm. Exactly right. And now more than, and it's more important now more than ever, if you will, with the climate that we deal with and all of that and everything. Man, this is just some good stuff. Christopher D. Cathcart, Published author, public relations, marketing, brand development expert, and a noted social entrepreneur, Howard University graduate, our good friend, co-author of HBCU Experience, the book. Chris, thanks for taking time during the broadcast today to talk about broadening the ways alumni can give back. I take a moment just to tell, tell folks and share folks how they can hit you up man, and, and uh, connect with you, Chris. Oh, please. Um uh, primarily for the book, HBCU Experience mm-hmm. Book, which is a collection of six, more than 60 essays by HBCU graduates mm-hmm. with a forward by HBCU graduate Congressman Elijah Cummings. Mm-hmm. Um, you can get information on the book at www.blackcollegebook.com. And on that website, there'll be email addresses to reach me um, and my partner, Dr. Tia Tyree. My personal website is www.onediaspora.com. So it's www.one. D I A S P O R A dot com. So if you want to reach me or talk about maybe have me come address your organizations or groups, I'd love to hear from you. And information on the book, once again, and we love you to get it. We're going to do another volume, so you start thinking about your own essays. Mm-hmm. Uh, www.blackcollegebook.com. Christopher Darren Cathcart, thanks a lot for being on the show, man. We appreciate you, buddy. Until next time. I look forward to it.